Hey, I'm Nora Jones, and today I'm playing along with Mark Rebier in his apartment. I'm just playing along with you. As always, is Oda. Welcome to our show. Hello. I'm so excited today because our guest is a wizard person. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't necessarily sound complimentary. Like a, no, it's a, I mean it as the highest compliment. He's um, a genius. He really is. He really is. You might know him from his many viral videos that he's done of him doing improvised music with a loop pedal and um, a, a bunch of keyboards in a key, in a in a bathroom in, in his underwear. Yes, we did not do this podcast in his underwear, but but oh, you wouldn't know. You you wouldn't know. We wouldn't tell you. No, but he does a lot of his streaming on YouTube um, in his underwear and a bathrobe, which is kind of his signature. And his lyrics that will make you feel kind of funny, but like in a good way. Yeah, he's he's brilliant, and um, we love him. We're love him. in love with him, I think. I think so. Yeah. We proposed to him. <laughs> Actually, we did. Both of us. Well, he has lots of guests come on his live streams, so we decided to have him on ours. Yeah, except we decided to invite ourselves to his place to do it. This show... Um, is basically we went to his apartment and to just be in his world that he does his his streams from and I was just got to sit there and be part of it and we we made all these songs on the spot and um, I had no idea what we were going to do till we got there and it was a blast. What culminated was kind of magical. Yeah, it's <laughs> so fun to hang with him. He's a beautiful person. So down to earth. Kind, For such a Endlessly talented person. He is very, very down to earth. He's the most charming sweetheart I've ever met. And he has an incredible array of like meticulously curated furniture. Yes. He's got some some sick. His pad is sick. Very nice pieces. Anyway, I hope you enjoy Marc Rebier. I'm now recording Cha-Cha-Cha. Hi. Hey. How are you? Hey, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. I- that's it. We're done. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice.
played a synthesizer in about 25 years God, it's been 25 <laughs> years well i mean i was in the booker t washington high school for the performing and visual arts you know what Nora? say that fast booker t washington high school for the performing and visual arts btwhspva 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 dallas texas florida street bang yes i was in a synthesis ensemble were you really yeah I didn't know that existed. Did you? That's have, pretty cool. So you went to the same high school. As we went. Yep. Yeah. Yep, much I later did. than me. <laughs> For the, well, I don't know about that, but I'm. Uh, when we talked about this, I'm getting up in age. Apparently. I'm 65 <laughs> years old, <laughs> feeling good. No, but yeah, I was. I was in theater actually. I wasn't oh, in music. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was just a theater boy. I mean, I play piano, but I not but not in school. Not for school, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. well, I played uh, piano in school and oh, cool synthesizer. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, it was so cool, actually. They would never have a synthesizer crew in school now. I feel like you know. I wonder. It was still a little bit left over from the teachers being like synth geeks from the eighties. Oh you know? right, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a good way. Yeah, <laughs> and they had all these synthesizers That's really set cool. up, and everybody would. Uh, we would write songs, and we actually, they would record them in the band room. Oh, cool. And wow. we put out a tape. There's a tape somewhere. Really? Yeah. That's but amazing. I, it was like the last song I wrote yeah. for a while, because the teacher said it sounded like Yanni, which <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> went right back into straight, it, Yes, I? Yanni vibes. It's true. <laughs> Dreamy sort of synthscape oh stuff. I guess I couldn't help myself. Well, thanks. That's pretty cool. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. In your apartment. That's right. <laughs> Nora Jones's podcast <laughs> from Mark Rebier's apartment. Yeah, live from your apartment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, live from downtown Manhattan, baby. Yeah, I love it. New York forever. New York forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas also. Also Texas forever. Also Texas. How Dallas. long have you lived in New York? Um, f- five years on and off now. Okay. Um, I came here for two years. Uh, and sort of worked, you know, jobs, um, trying to make the music thing work very unsuccessfully, and then went back to Dallas uh, to help take care of my dad. He was sick. Wow. And uh, that's when I started. I lost a job there and started playing at bars and restaurants in Dallas, at Twilight Lounge and Deep Ellum and uh, some other places. And then I moved back here once I you know, garnered like a local following there, moved back here to try and take it to a bigger place. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Always loved being here. It's just... It's it's the dream, right? It is the best place. It is. It's just the best place. It's the dream. That's, it is. But you spent adult time in Dallas gigging yeah. and stuff. I, that's yeah. what I missed. I didn't ever do oh, that. Oh, you didn't spend any time gigging in Dallas? Well, I mean, I did. I went to North Texas for two years, so I would oh, okay. come down to do the occasional, yeah, some gigs here and there, but... yeah. Not really. Where did you go from there, from Dallas? I came to New York. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so it's been New York ever since. So, for, since, I, since 1999. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um... It's wow. the shit. It's, it's the it's the best. Can it's I say amazing. shit here, on here? You can say whatever you want. Nice. <laughs> hey, viewers out there, 
shit. <laughs> okay. Shit. You shit. sound like my seven-year-old. Really? Um, <laughs> Is he enjoying unfortunately, cursing? He's, he's really good at it. Discovering the joy. He's got a knack for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to do. Yeah. So I brought this mini Corrigan, but I'm going to... Um, I was wondering if we could play some songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is your setup that you usually yeah. Are this is live it. Live streaming, right? This is my little setup. It's uh, yeah, it's just a simple desk with um, a MIDI controller, a forty-nine key MIDI controller, some drum pads, and um, a vocal processor, and then the Boss RC five hundred five Almighty Loop Station. That's so cool. It's just a great little toy, and it lets you basically create stuff very quickly, you know? I love that. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. I love it a lot. Um, you wanna, yeah. You want to try something? You want to make some something? Yeah. All right. Sounds I'll, good. I'll let you start, and okay. I'll get off this string pad. Okay. How about Maybe that? you can even you can even come here and play some shit on the sure. piano if you yeah. want. Yeah. All right. Let me start. We'll do the rhythm first. Let's see what I have going <laughs> on. Let me get on something a little more. Whoa. <laughs> All right. You're nervous. Get out of here. Thank you. 
nice. Nice. Get that synth orchestra on. Get it there. Yeah. Yes. In your house, my 
God. How about that? I'll get better at it. Yeah, it's you're great. <laughs> Natural. Natural. Isn't that fun, though? This is so fun. Like, it just happens immediately. How do you... I, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Ask away. Yeah. So when did you start looping? In Dallas when you moved back? Or had yeah. you already been into that kind of thing? No, I, st- I started right when I went back to Dallas. I... Um, I Reggie Watts is what yeah. kicked it off for me. I get that. Yeah. He's just the dude. He's the legend, the OG improvised looper. And yeah, I saw him while I was living here. Oh, you saw him live? Yeah. Okay. And he blew he completely blew my mind, you know, just and then I sort of watched more of him and discovered that all that he just makes it all up. And that was just so intensely beautiful to me and I sort of just hoped that if you know if I ever did anything musical that maybe I could sort of do something in that way you know that was all made up that just seemed really appealing I had been trying to make music just as sort of a bedroom producer for years you know trying to make beats for people and stuff and oh you had yeah that didn't work out at all um never made a cent doing that uh, so yeah, anyway, when I moved back to Dallas, I got one of these, I got one of these RC 505s. It's the only hardware looper that is made for fingers and not feet. Oh, you know, every other got looper. Because people usually are playing guitar. You, and you, yeah. They're stomping on Exactly. It. So I think they made this originally for like beatboxers. I think I want to say something like that. A lot of beatboxers use it. Okay. Uh, but I got one just cause it was not, cause like you can use it with your hands. Yeah. And it's more designed for the hands, um, which I don't know why that appealed to me, but it did. And I I just sort of figured it out in Dallas, played around with it, and then slowly started making little videos using it. And yeah, that was it. It's pretty cool because you make everything up on the spot. And it reminded me of how people talk about improv comedy. Oh, yeah. The whole yes and. Yes. Yes. So, yes. And. (laughs) And, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So that makes sense now that you were in theater. Were oh, you, yeah. Were you into improv yeah, ever? I haven't though? even actually thought about that, were but you, you're right. Were you deep in Shakespeare or were you doing any improv? I was pretty stuff? into improv, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I was mostly doing uh, just sort of standard stage stuff. You uh-huh. know, I would do, um, you know, I did like The Crucible and Inherit the Wind and these <laughs> kinds of like rite of passage, you know, school theater stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was always, I mean, I was always much more interested in, like, comedy-leaning things, I suppose, and maybe better at it, arguably. You know, I, I think I just was more inclined and, and better suited for that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like you say, it's really no surprise that this is kind of where it ended up. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. It's it making more sense to me. Though. Yeah, I never thought about that, yeah. but you're absolutely right. Yeah, Yeah, that's bizarre. It's weird how things just sort of 
wind around and work themselves out in that way, isn't it? I mean, I guess mm -hmm. if it takes work, of course, but like somehow things just always end up like figuring themselves out in a way that makes sense in relation to who you are, yeah. you know, in a way. You, you find yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. That's the hope, I guess. Are you are you the only musician in your family? I am. Really? Yeah, only one. Yeah, which is a disadvantage, you know? It just is. It's yeah. I feel like I'm not you know, I I I've always felt as soon as I got into this, I felt that I am a little bit of imposter syndrome because yeah. so many people who I look up to in music and people who I've been lucky enough to play with, you know, a lot of them come from this deep musical family and what I would have given. I mean, I loved my childhood. I love my parents. Um, but you know, and they were always playing records around me. They were. So they had good musical taste. Good musical you'd taste. Say? Well, I think all, so. That's all you need. Yeah, I guess so to it develop really an ear, you know, totally. Yeah, that's probably true. I think so. You know, it would have been nice to spend time in studios as a kid and stuff, but I just, it just wasn't my childhood. I feel like it's not most people's childhood. That's probably true. <laughs> it wasn't my childhood. Yeah? <laughs> no. Oh, that's nice. Well, no. how did you, what, what was your childhood like musically? Um, well, I was always enrolled in piano. I started piano when I was seven. Mm. And, but mostly I sing in church choirs. That was my big Oh, really? Because wow. I, I had a natural singing voice. Yeah. And so I was in church choir since I was five. Oh, wow. That's like the Aretha Franklin thing. Except very different kind of church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was still good. It was great. And um, um, yeah, but and then school choirs and then band. And right. And then Booker T. I grew up in Grapevine. Oh, no way. Yeah. Grapevine. I know. Wow. That's and, out there. Yeah. I mean, it was it was all I knew. It was fine. And yeah. then I was in marching band. And then no in tenth way. grade, I wanted to go to Booker T. Yeah. For high school, so we moved to Dallas then. Oh, so you had freshman year in another high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And marching band. <laughs> right. Right. So, so what part of <laughs> Dallas did you grow up in? Um, I grew up sort of all over. We, I was born in Greenway Parks, uh, sort of a little fancy, little collection of houses that are built on um, these greenways. They're all, all the houses in this neighborhood are built on like these public sort of greenway wow. parks. That's nice. And they're, it's kind of nice, bucolic little family, you know, in area. Dallas. In Dallas. Okay. Yeah. It's like sort of nestled. I can't remember if it's, I think it's like just a little north of Highland Park. Mm -hmm. It's right off the tollway. Um, so I grew up there, but then I lived, I mean, all over the place. We lived in Uptown. We lived in East Dallas. I lived in... Um, North Dallas. Okay, so you bounced around a lot. All over the place, yeah. Okay. I love that city. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of just, I mean, my whole childhood is there, you know? Totally. I have all the, every time I go back, I just went back to play a New Year's Eve show wow. at the Bomb Factory at this amazing venue in Deep Ellum. And that's um, not called the Bomb Factory anymore. It's just called the Factory now. <laughs> but um, terrible name change. <laughs> terrible. It used to be a bomb factory. Yeah. That great branding, great name, very recognizable. <laughs> and now it's just the factory. Yeah. Because I think the owners had a falling out or something, so they had to rebrand. Um, but anyway, every time I go back, I just know every, like, square inch of that place. You really? know? Yeah. I can just take my – I take my mom's car, and I just drive. I go around and just drive for hours and – 
it fills me with some sort of really, some sort of joy that cannot be duplicated any other way, this nostalgia well, joy. Totally. That's you know? the childhood nostalgia of home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's really. What about? Do you feel like I would? I would imagine you feel like New York is very much home for you. I do. My childhood was a little fragmented. Mm. Um, I, I, I grew up in Grapevine, but I went to like somehow I went to four different schools. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I don't know, it's not worth getting into. But yeah. um, they were all great. Yeah. But it wasn't like I was in one specific group of one school for so long and right right we moved to alaska in sixth grade or seventh grade for a few months and then when i came back i was in colleyville wow and you went to alaska yeah what you do where is it what's going on in alaska i don't know you gotta ask my mom about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> that that was all her bam boom bam all right we're back in it oh right. shit i wonder when it cut off we'll figure it out yeah it'll be all right <laughs> in the meantime we have this sweet jam going. Yeah, we got this little jam. <laughs> Making something about whatever you want. Mm. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Go ahead. Go for it. I'll find okay. it. Right. 
It was, um, oh, yeah, that's right. It was like, sing a song about, uh, fuck, that's right. Tears for fears. Sing a song about tears for fears. Whoever your favorite band is, sing a song about love. Sing a song about, um, yeah. It was like you could sing about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could sing about anything. Yeah. You can sing about love. You can sing about tears. You can sing about loss. You can sing about fear. You can sing. Yeah, you can sing about tears. What was it? You sing about love. Sing about fear. 
You can sing about loss, sing about tears, anything. Something like that, right? Well, it's somewhere. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, that's right. Sing about love. Sing about Sing about love. Sing about tears. Anything. Yeah, we go to that. Yeah. Yeah. You can sing about love. Sing about fear. Sing about loss. Sing about tears. Anything. Oh, anything. Yeah. You can sing about love. Sing about fear. Sing about loss. Sing about tears. Anything. Oh. Definitely something in there. You sing about yeah. Yeah. It's a little thing. It's a thing. It's definitely a little thing. Make it a thing. I like that. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, we could definitely make a song out of that. Totally. There's something there. Then you just take it to some other little set of chords for another section. Yeah. But that's just a sweet little. You can sing about love. Sing about fear. You can sing about loss. Sing about tears, anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, something like that. That's nice. You need a minute. You should finish it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. You know, I got little slices. That's what I do. I do yeah. little slices. But that is something um, that I'm working on, that I need help with. Well, that's what I was wondering is, because you've put out albums. Yeah. So... Well, how, how do you write for those? They're not real albums. They're they're, they're I mean they're like album length things okay. that I put out, but they are rips from the videos that I do. Oh, so it's like the best of. They're the, all yeah. Oh, okay. They're all I, just I audio rips. That. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's actually something that I'm trying to do um, now is you know I have for a couple of years now I've been wanting to do like a full length like a really a produced composed, yeah. composed. piece of work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, I because awesome. I hope I would like it to be, you yeah. know, I have a lot of um, sort of melodic ideas and chord structure ideas that I think have value. Um, but the thing is, okay, this is my little train of thought with this is that like, I have a very hard time with like the regular sort of studio process. I'm not very yeah. good with it or patient with it, you know? Well, you, you're so quick. <laughs> I, it's, I can't It's like imagine. a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I can't you know? imagine it can be frustrating. It is. It's just boring. It's yeah. maybe more boring more than anything or that I don't have the patience for it. And so I, I when I get around to trying to, and I've tried a few times, I've like gone to LA for a couple months and tried to link with some of my, my people over there and start making songs, I never can lay a note down. It's very difficult for me to get there. Oh, wow. Which is upsetting for me because I want to, you know, I want to create a piece of work like that. Um, and so I have this idea uh, and it sort of has to do with this, this studio that I just got, but it could also be separate from that. But the idea is that 
in order to force myself to make a record, um, basically what I would like to do is like, um, my original idea was to do it as a performance. So in other words, to schedule a series of dates where you buy tickets to this very intimate sort of like black box-ish venue. And I imagine it being in the round, but the stage is set up like a music studio. So it's, there's, a, there's a board for an engineer and a producer. On the stage. Yeah, the ah. stage is a studio. There's a vocal booth. There's keyboards. There's a drum kit. There's whatever. Everything you need for like an actual studio setup. And people come in and you, the, the, the experiences you are in, it's not seats, it's couches, it's bean bags, it's carpets. Yeah. So you're buying a ticket for a full day and essentially you're coming in to sit in on a studio session, but it's a show. So you won't get bored that way. It's a way to force <laughs> myself. Yeah. You know, it's like, let me put these dates out yeah. so that I can get this shit done and force myself to do that. The other version of it is instead of having to do it with an audience, which is its own sort of logistical thing, mm -hmm. would be um, to do it as a series of live streams in this new studio space that I have. So in other words, to live stream the writing and recording of this thing um, over the course of a series of dates. That's very fun. You like it? I do. I think it could be fun. I want to live be on the live stream. Come through. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, come, you just... No, I mean, I want to watch it. <laughs> oh, watch it. Oh, yeah. No, but also, I mean, I, I would, would love... I through, but I want to watch it. <laughs> it would be fun to have... Yeah, to watch it, yeah, too, would be, you totally. know. But, yeah, it's a way to get myself back on the internet in a different context. You know, I've got sort of grown bored of these, the live streams in, in the way that I've done them. Yeah. Just been doing them for a long time, and yeah. I'm sort of tired of the format. And... um to be able to get, to do something that's formatted differently in the service of like a real LP. And then it's also a way for me to, I can bring my friends in. You, you know, anyone who yeah. wants to come in and help with the writing process can just come and fuck around. It's like a playground. You know, I'll have totally. this whole place that's just set up to play, but it's being recorded and broadcast. That's a great idea. You like it? I do. Okay, Especially cool. if you're if you want to change it up online and that's that's like a great also yeah. people love to be a part of things. They love that shit. Yeah. I the reason I thought about it was because I was watching Get Back, the Beatles documentary. Oh yeah. Did you see it? Not all of it yet. Oh my god. Yeah. It's incredible. It's really incredible. Watching just watching the process. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I was super stoned. I was watching it and I was like, wait a second. I was like, wait just a fucking second. I could just do this yeah. for me. You know, I don't know if people would be as interested in it, but people like to watch me yeah. bumble around online. People like it. You know, I think they do. I think they, they like watching it. that happen. They love it. Right? Yeah, and especially if you change it up and um Yeah. Yeah, it's idea. a different way to serve yeah. it. It's a different way to serve this experience. And it also, hopefully at the end, you know, it's like even if I don't write the songs fully and completely during those sessions, yeah, it it's like... Yeah, it doesn't have to be... done. You don't have to say it's going to be this exactly. Right. You can be open and loose with it. Right. I All, think so too. Also, it's a good way to push yourself into a new territory, which mm. is how you grow, you know. Yeah. And yeah. how you keep it 
fresh. Keep it fresh. <laughs> keep it yeah, fresh. I'm keeping it hip. I'm sure what I'm trying to do is keep it hip. <laughs> no, no, hip, for yourself. Fresh and hot. Fresh for yourself. Yeah, though. no, no, no. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Because that's that's the thing. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over without no. getting kind of tired of it. It's yeah. You feel like that sort of thing. It feels like to me like um, it's like creative death. It's just like you yeah. feel like, what the fuck am I doing? Yes. You know what I mean? Just like, Jesus. Yeah. It's really, um, it can screw with your head, I think. Have you ever had you had that feeling? Not too bad. Oh, that's good. But I I think I got really hung up in my, after my sec, first, second record. Because mm. I, I didn't really write a lot of songs mm. on either of those records. I wrote a few of the songs. Yeah. I didn't write the bulk of the material. Oh, wow, yeah. So I got a little hung up on being a songwriter and not knowing how to be a songwriter or, or not liking what I was writing. Oh, interesting. And feeling uninspired. But then I realized... That I'm always inspired. I just have to catch it every once in a while. And that's so true. I haven't really had a bad period since then, but I think it's that's like, awesome. I think it's because I've been open to to I've been yes anding my whole career pretty much. Yeah. Like people ask me to do stuff. I'm like, sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. let's try it. And it always leads down a different path that kind of like leads to something. I mean, wow. it's, it's great. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to be. It's a lucky... Just follow the thing. Follow the thing. Whatever. Also, because my first record was a really big success. Yeah. I think I just never felt like I was ever going to match that. Oh, so yeah. That's a classic ch- feeling, I, I right? I wasn't for chasing have... that. Yeah. Oh. I would, but I w- instead of trying to chase it, right. I, I didn't. That's, that's very smart, <laughs> I well, think, you know? I mean... I don't know if it's smart. <laughs> it depends on like I don't I mean, know if it the, worked. the label thought it was smart, but yeah, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was the only way I could keep making music. Right. It was not to try to like You would have driven yourself fucking crazy. Not to try to recreate that. Yeah. yeah. So I've been I've just been pretty open. That's nice. That's really nice. But did you grow up singing? Because you have such a great voice. Oh, thank you. And did you grow up singing R&B? <laughs> no, not really, okay. no. I mean... Like, where does that all come in? I grew up loving R&B totally. and Motown particularly. Okay. My mom uh, always listened to a lot of Motown. Listened to a lot of Ray Charles, James Brown, Temptations, Four Tops. Nice. Smokey Robinson, a lot of, um, um, you know, Thelma Houston and Aretha, a lot of Aretha. Um yeah, so a lot of that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. we we're playing a lot of that. So I guess it just sort of burrowed in my brain, and I and, and I always felt very guided by, inspired by that tonality, like yeah. that sort of feeling, that attitude in music. It was always that sort of soul attitude. Yeah. always spoke to me the the most strongly, I suppose, and. Um, and, uh, but no, I mean, well, actually, yeah. I mean, I went to the Manhattan School of Music. I, I spent a little part of oh, my childhood okay. in New Jersey, in Inglewood, New Jersey, about seven years. I think from when I was like five to 11 or 12 in, in Inglewood, which is right across the George Washington Bridge, Bergen County, what's up? Um, <laughs> and so we would come, come into town and go to the Manhattan School of Music. And I took piano lessons there and choir there. So you did grow up doing some a little bit. choir yeah. action. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah, I miss I, choir. Man, that's fun. What did you sing in choir? Um, what kind of choir was it? It was sort of a modern choir. I think we did mo- like like jazz stuff. I remember okay. we would do um, Blue Skies, you know, um, that sort of stuff that was like 
dense harmonies. Yeah, dense yeah. multi-part sort of sliding harmonies like that that okay. were really fun. I have never really done it since, but I remember having such a blast doing that choir work. That's Learning your... I did those kind of choir things in college. Oh, you did? In high school and college, yeah. Man, isn't that just the most fun thing? It's fun. I, any kind of choir is fun to me. Yeah. 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 I've never done it since. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's... that's why you're good at harmonies, too. And, and Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's fun to figure those out. Oh, you know, as you just sort of figure them out like the that. How does one thing slide in relation to another? You get a little... Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, no, that was but that was about the bulk of the singing experience that I had. Okay. Um, and then I would just just to, for the joy of it would sing all all the time. And, no, and nobody else that. would your house you have brothers and sisters or only child. Oh wow. Yeah. Me only child. Kind of. No, really? not really. Well, no, I have a half sister. Oh, I'm okay. very close with her, but we didn't meet until we were 16 and 18. Holy so shit. So we both have this thing where we tell each other yeah, I always I, I grew up an only child, and then we laugh at each other. But, <laughs> yeah, but um, that's funny. Yeah, so so wow, did your remarkable. parents sing with you? Um, th- my dad enjoyed singing. He was, you know, he listened to. It's like my mom would listen to a lot of Motown and soul. Uh, and then my dad, my dad enjoyed the Beatles a lot. He was big into the Beatles, and he enjoyed like opera. Oh. And. Gypsy Kings and like, like Arabic mom. music. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so he was always walking around the, you know, he'd just walk oh, around wow. the house doing that sort of shit. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, singing and stuff like that. Um, but no, I mean, really, it wasn't like, it wasn't really like a s- singing family as you yeah. would expect, you know? It no. was, he would just sort of sing passively. Uh-huh. And, um, and then I enjoyed it too, you know, just because I grew up, you know, playing piano and being sort of musical, I suppose. But yeah, not not in any regimented way, you know, outside yeah. of those little lessons at the Manhattan School of Music. You're just always musical. I guess. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. You're very musical. Yeah, I always enjoyed making noise. I was making shit. I was making noise, I think. Banging on desks and stuff, <laughs> little rhythm stuff on desks, yeah. you know. Always make, yeah, always like doing little drum beats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. All that, the time. That's awesome. Yeah. And do you play drums? Drums? No. No. But I would like to learn. Definitely buying a sick drum kit yeah, for the gonna, studio. I think you're going to get really good at it. Yeah, you yeah, think so? I think so. <laughs> do you play? Um, I started playing a few years ago in this band I'm in called Puss in Boots. Oh, where cool. We, we all trade around and I finally got the drum seat. I played oh, on nice. a few songs. I'm okay at like a pretty straight beat, but yeah? it is the funnest thing really? ever. Yes. I I um I learned just a tiny bit in terms of like um you, how to do like a the brush. You know, the brush and sort of it was a guy that's a drummer that was teaching me about it, how like how like you can use it to keep time, how like the like a one rotation yeah. around the snare with a brush is like back to one. Sort of thing, which was interesting. I didn't think oh, like, about that at all. Yes, yeah. stirring the soup. Sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's better than me. I don't know how to do that. I don't really either, but I'm excited. <laughs> I should learn. I'd love to learn the bass as well. It's another instrument that I'd really love to learn how to play. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. In high gonna school, suck at first. And did you hang out with musicians in high school, or were you mm-hmm. kind of? Very much a theater. It was kind of like that. I remember all the groups sort of hung out with uh, yeah. all the music kids, hung out with the music kids, all the theater kids. It was like that when you were there too? It kind of was. I mean, I I definitely had friends. Yeah, in I other did too. Groups. I did too. I had, uh, you know, a handful. Yeah. 
but by and large, yeah, it was like the clusters. Clusters. Would That's what they called the it. Clusters. The clusters. <laughs> Such a bizarre. I know. Sounds like a medical term. I know. The cluster, the cluster. eastern cluster. <laughs> moving into the appendix. Yeah, it was, but yeah, I mean, they were all, yeah, it was all fairly separate, you know, because yeah. we all had separate classes and like. We did, we all had a lot of classes with each other. If you were That's the, the same, other thing. Same clust, clust, cluster. <laughs> cluster. 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 Ew. <laughs> was the school cluster. renovated when you went? No, I spent, um, I spent, let's see, uh, it would have been two years in the original building. Okay. And then two years in this interim building, oh, Nolan so Estes gotcha. in Oak Cliff, which oh, wow. was really fun. We were, it was our building and only our building oh, for okay. two years. We so got it. So you they, bounced they, a little. And that was it. We graduated out of that and then they moved everyone into the new building. I well, never, I'm glad was you never... got to spend time in the old building. Yeah, me too. That it was, was such a cool vibe, right? Amazing space. It's so different. Yeah. Now. Oh my God. Now it's like a, It looks crazy. It's like the CIA. I know. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> Live and learn. I'm not a producer, as you can see. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You're about to be. Yeah, got to learn. I mean, I think I'd like to have a producer sort of with me through yeah, that process. To help Someone guide who can. You. Yeah, exactly. You know who I can, I can just play, and they can get it down. Mm -hmm. You know, and help me structure it. You don't have to think as much about the technical stuff. Exactly. That's smart. Probably a good way to go, right? If you have the right person. Got to be the right producer. Yeah, someone who like understands your sound, your. Aesthetic, yeah. the way you kind of... Yeah, you should yeah. get Erica Badu. That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. I saw your thing with her. That was incredible. Hey, yeah, she's awesome. She she was our queen, you know. Yeah. She went to our high school. That's right. And she's, you know, a few years older than me. So when yeah. I was a junior, she hit... That was when her first album came out. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh we were just God. like, ah, oh, my God. Erica! <laughs> yeah, she's royalty. She's royalty. It sure that is. That must have been so fun doing that. Oh my God, it was terrifying because <laughs> it was like, it was this big mad rush. It was a lot of fun, but it was like, you know, she just called me out of nowhere um, while I was in Dallas. There was no warning. She just like called me. I was like, what? what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I've been watching you, like what you're doing. You know, I'd like to maybe come like be a background singer at your show or something. I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. You don't have to be background. Just come and sing with me, you know? And so we were rushing to sort of set it up. And the first day, uh, she was supposed to come and do like a sound check. Of course, she didn't come. She's Erica Biden. She does whatever the fuck she wants. She's very much like that. You know, she'll just come when she pleases. And she's, she's a queen. She could do that totally fine. But anyway, the second day was the day that she was supposed to come play. And she was supposed to come early for that day. Didn't come. Getting closer to showtime. What's going on? Probably not going to happen. So I was like, okay, look. This whole thing is fucking ridiculous. This is not happening. Who am I kidding? It's Erica Badu. It's probably not. It's, this is just, you know, it's like, it was fun to think that maybe it was going to happen, but it's not happening. And so I resigned myself to that. I went on stage as I'm walking up to the stage, my tour manager's like, they're on their way. So I knew, I knew she was coming when I got on stage, but I didn't know when. I didn't know what to do. We had never met. Yeah. So it's like when she walked in, it was the first time we met, and we just 
just went from there. That's so crazy and fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It was really fun. I was kind of in a panic the whole time, you know, but yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. I think you were in your underwear. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know about a panic, but you were definitely in your underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I definitely was. That's amazing. <laughs> kicking my underwear. I wish I could perform in my underwear. That would it's be a, very freeing. It's a really nice. I mean, you could. Yeah, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a nice way to perform. I'll tell you that. I guess it keeps the sweat skis down. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's like... It's just very comfortable. Yeah. You know, you I, put the robe on, little I, underwear. I imagine. It's super comfy. <laughs> super comfy. I recommend it. Can we try another one? Yeah, for Is sure. okay? Yeah, let's do it. Do you know how to activate a vocal? Oh. Can you pitch it? Can you pitch my vocal? Dad, can you make me low? Thank you. Hi. What's up? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, my God. Hey, it's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> Really I really not. like it. I really like it. <laughs> it's nice to be on your podcast. Yo, 
Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, I wish I smoked weed. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like—it's a lot more fun with weed. Probably too. another level. I mean, it's like it's a different kind of fun. It's still fun without it. Can yeah. I come back and smoke weed when I don't oh, have yeah. to drive? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I smoke weed, just play around. You Please. Know? Yes. It's like a little playground. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was really fun. It was really fun. Thanks for having me on your podcast, Nora. Thanks for doing it. I'm trying to think if I have any more questions for you, but. Oh. I don't think so. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Can we just try one more to take us out? Yeah, fuck something, yeah. Why not? Something funky. Yeah. Funky I'm down with funky. Whatever. Uh, let's do a little. Yeah, y'all, do whatever. Uh, now it's the outro. Hey, well, goodbye, everybody. Here we go. I'm talking about goodbye. Yo, farewell. Finals count. Yo, everybody say goodbye. Hey, everybody say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Hey, ooh, nah. Everybody say goodbye. God damn it. Everybody say goodbye. Everybody say goodbye. God damn it. 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 Everybody say goodbye.
That's the whole idea. Just jump in. Ugh. Fuck it. You know, fuck if it's it. good, if it's good, it's yeah. if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. If Whatever. It's not, you'll adjust. Yeah. It doesn't really matter either at the end of the day. You know, just make some shit. That's my whole thing. That's the Reb wisdom right there. <laughs> yeah. Reb something. Reb wisdom. Something like that. I love your positive attitude. Thanks. Thanks for your everything. Thanks for your everything. <laughs> You're a goddamn icon. You're amazing. Thanks for coming over and making shit with me. Are we friends now? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, if you want to be. Yes. Dope. Yes. (laughs) We're friends. I I would love to do more sometime. Absolutely. uh, Anytime. Thanks for doing this and being so open. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey. I'm so pumped. (laughs) 
It was so fun. <laughs> I was like panting, <laughs> listening to that song, just like my inner, my, oh my gosh, I was sweating. Well, the funny part about this episode is that you were there, but you didn't have headphones. I, no, I could but only hear- He didn't hear... have any headphones for you. So all you could hear was our voices. I could just hear you being like, yep, yep. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh man, we just need to like release these isolated vocal tracks at some point. That must have been so weird. You had no idea what was happening. I didn't know what was going on in there. But then you heard it and yeah. you could tell. Amazing. Yeah, it was so, so fun good. to have Mark on the show. What an awesome person. Yeah, I want to go back. Him. Can we go do the Mark ride again? Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening to the show. Today's show was recorded by Mark Rebier. Additional recording by Nathan Uccino. Edited by Greg Tobler and Sarah Oda. Mixed by Mark Rebier and Greg Tobler. Photography by Shervin Linez. Artwork by Eliza Fry. Produced by me and my Oda.